the Financial Times in New York. I'm Ben McClanahan, and this is FT News. In early 2011, the Financial Crisis Inquiry Commission produced the official government report into the 2008 financial crisis. The report found that the market turmoil was avoidable, but the captains of finance and the stewards of the financial system had failed to grasp the build-up of risk. The report was especially critical of Alan Greenspan, the former Fed chairman, who was accused of presiding over a culture of deregulation and believing, wrongly, that markets would always self-correct. Leading the charge to create this report was Phil Langelides, the former treasurer of the state of California and chair of the commission. Now, exactly five years on from that report, Mr. Angelides is back and he's writing a letter to Loretta Lynch, the U.S. Attorney General, asking why the Department of Justice has yet to hold any Wall Street executives accountable. Phil, thank you very much for joining me. Can I start by asking, why write this letter? Well, I've written the letter, first of all, in the big picture, because I think the American people are owed a measure of justice here. I mean, we don't want hangman justice. We don't want revenge for what occurred. But what we have a right to expect is fair scrutiny of justice for any wrongdoing and punishment and deterrence if there was, in fact, wrongdoing. And here's what we know. Our report documented widespread corruption and fraud in the mortgage markets. Specifically, we turned over evidence, made public and turned over evidence of uh, what appeared to be improper conduct in the packaging and sale of mortgage securities Mm -hmm. to the Department of Justice. And five years after our report, despite the evidence that we turned over and the evidence accumulated in other places, not one single Wall Street executive has been charged for wrongdoing. And this is particularly remarkable in the context of the fact that 18 major financial institutions have paid more than $36 billion in fines related to misconduct in the packaging and sale of mortgage securities. So I asked a simple question. How could the banks have engaged in such massive misconduct and wrongdoing without a single individual being involved? In a sense, it's the immaculate corruption. Now, what stands in stark contrast is the Department of Justice has charged over 2,700 individuals in communities across this nation for lying on their mortgage applications, mortgage brokers for having done wrongdoing, but not one single executive of the institutions that drove this corrupt mortgage machine. And the reason I've written this letter at this point is pretty simple. The 10-year statute of limitations is running and running out quickly. Our commission found evidence of wrongdoing in 2006 and the first half of 2007, where it's very clear that major financial institutions materially misrepresented the quality of loans that they were bundling and selling into the marketplace. And this was the basis of the massive fines I just talked about. And I'm urging the attorney general to do the right thing Mm -hmm. before the statute of limitation runs out. The one other thing I would add is, The new attorney general herself, under her tenure, the Department of Justice adopted new policies in September of 2015 that said that from here on out, the Department of Justice was going to go after and pursue wrongdoing by individuals, not by inanimate corporate entities. And so this is an opportunity and really a necessity that the Department of Justice pursue the individuals who are responsible for the wrongdoing. 
Okay. Well, my job gives me pretty good access to some of the guys perhaps you, you might like to see in the dock. But whenever I speak to them about the events, they refer to as legacy problems. I always hear variants of the defence that we're all culpable. Everyone from the chairman of the bank down to the lowliest clerk on the front desk. All of us complicit in this gigantic delusion that house prices would never fall. Is that a fair defence? Well, there's two different things here. There's the participation in a market delusion, but there's also actual violations of securities laws. And what I talk very specifically in my letter about to the attorney general are a set of facts that are very disturbing and that have led to $36 billion plus in fines. And let me just describe this very quickly. In the course of our investigation, we came across documents from a company called Clayton Holdings. They were called the Clayton yeah. Trending Reports, and they're quite striking because they're charts in black and white. Clayton was hired by more than two dozen major financial institutions, J.P. Morgan, Goldman, B of A, all the big financial institutions who were buying mortgages from AmeriQuest, Countrywide, New Century, taking those mortgages, securitizing them, and then selling them to investors across the globe. Now, Clayton was hired to do due diligence on the mortgages that these big banks were buying. And by the way, I think one of the reasons they were doing due diligence was so when the banks were buying these mortgages from Countrywide or New Century, they could see the quality of them and price them appropriately. Well, what they were doing is Clayton would sample two to three percent of the mortgages in the pool. And what these reports we found showed was that from January 2006 to June 2007, Clayton reviewed 911,000 mortgages being bought by two dozen institutions. And they found that nearly one in three of the loans were defective, failures. They were reviewing these for whether the loans conformed with the standards that the lenders had stated, and which, by the way, as you know, by 2006, 2007, were pretty darn low. Right. Mortgage lending standards were, you know, almost non-existent. But they were finding that one in three of the mortgages were failures. Despite that, that fact was never disclosed to investors, nor did the banks ever sample the other 97% of the loans. And in fact, of the loans that failed, they put 39% of those into the pool. So let me just recount this. One in three of the loans are failing. They're accepting basically 40% of the failure loans. And even though they know there's a one in three failure rate, they take the other 97% all into their pool. So it's very clear to the banks themselves that these mortgage pools have enormous defects. It's never disclosed to investors. In fact, the banks disclose something quite contrary. They disclose that these loans meet the standards. It's material misrepresentation. Now, on the basis of this very clear evidence, the banks have entered into these massive settlements. But here's the question. Someone conducted this behavior. Someone approved this behavior. And I think what's required is a bottom-to-top inquiry at each of the major institutions as to who knew what and who sanctioned, essentially, this material misrepresentation. So for people to say we participate in delusion, that's one thing. To participate in material misleading of investors who lost hundreds of billions of dollars, that's quite something else. Phil Angelides, thank you very much for joining me. Thank you for having me. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy the FT's Banking Weekly. It's presented by me, Patrick Jenkins, the financial editor at the FT, and I'm joined by a team and an external guest every week. You can find this every Tuesday at ft.com slash podcasts.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellingcat.com.